I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And we should be working. working. God damn it. It's one, two, (laughs) say it. (laughs) All right. I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And And we we should should be be working. working. I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to make her do the elevator pitch, Jace? Yep. Two sentences. Lauren, you're a longtime listener, right? You know how this goes. Uh, my name is Lauren Burrows. I don't know what an elevator pitch is. I just started a new job as the solution architect at Contentful, which means I have no idea what my job is, but week one has been super fun. Join the club. I don't know what my job is either. Jace thinks he knows, but he has no idea. So why'd you quit? She's a new... Wait, hold on. So why'd I quit? You're a solutions architect or solutions engineer at Contentful? Solution architect. Awesome. I think you told me you're going to be an engineer. When we oh, sorry. No, yeah, I no. am. I am not at an agency. I am not doing Drupal, and I am not writing code. And um, so, this is the first time in my career that I'm really doing this. Why'd you Stepping quit? Off the ledge. Uh, I like to think that I didn't leave something. That I really kind of went toward something else. And if you have to ask me a reason why I quit, it was because I just got sick of trying to manage Jace. I, yeah, yes. I was going to point out that you managed him for like six weeks and then you're like, I'm done. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so that, that was it was of... just, you know, uh, trying to trying to get Jace to be a tech lead was just really exhausting. And <laughs> that's where I drew the line. Was it was so exhausting good. for me and I've only had like two hours of podcast talking about it. I mean, there's more than that, I think. Yeah. Overall. More. What do you mean? More, more recordings than quit? two hours. No, no, I've, oh, I've okay. mentioned on far more than just two recordings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so what's the thing that you were chasing, you're going after then? Um, So I'm really, so I've been working as a developer with Contentful for a really long time in different capacities uh, with clients and on my own. And I really like it as a product um, is like point number one that I just want to make. It's definitely built for developers in mind. And so as as somebody with an engineering background, I see that. Um, And then, you know, I get to spend my entire time working consulting with clients, which like, um, I, I like coding and I like being an engineer, but I am not the best engineer on any of the teams that I've like ever been on ever. Um, and so I'd rather not be writing code. And so not, not writing code is a big plus to me. Um, and still working with clients is a real big plus to me. That's awesome that you recognize that like other people are coding better. So you're just like, I'm going to go in this other direction where Critter like tried for so long to develop, but he just sucked for so many years. And then finally he stumbled into like tech lead and then architecture. And it's like, Oh, I should manage people. Yeah. I just, I work better at that level. Uh, Ignoring Jace's (laughs) lame attempt at a dig just now. Uh, you're, you're giving up coding completely. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm, I mean, like I might code as like proof of concept, but coding is not part of my job. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be making commits to their product. I'm not going to, I'm not working with a team of engineers. I am, my entire job is consulting with clients and helping them get up and running on the system. Um, and so like, I, like I have VS code on my computer, um, and I might like pull it up to be like, oh, they have a question about like, how do I query for this thing? And I need to be able to help help them with that. Um, and so I might proof of concept that or, you know, pull it like I have as a as an employee. Now I have like, you know, an enterprise level account with Contentful and I have limitless spaces. And so I can go in and, and make whatever I want on there um, and then code that out into like a next site or a Gatsby site or, 
whatever on the other end um, and play around with it. And so I would code as like proof of concept and like what what their technical architecture could look like and how that would work. But I won't be writing like I won't. I'm not paid to write code. Uh huh. So, yeah, so it's like still a technical role. Specs. You're writing like specs and stuff and documentation, aren't you, though? Yeah. A lot of what I'm doing is content modeling. Um, so co-creation and content modeling with clients, um, onboarding them to that, and then writing sort of like their technical, like proposing what their technical structure would be, um, how they might use like our CI, CD tools and like what delivery there might be in. But like um, our job as solution architects is not really to like prescribe how your tech should work. Like how, like, you know, I'm not here to tell you like, you have contentful and that means you should be using next as like the thing to serve it. Or that means that you should be writing like custom Swift on your app to like serve it. Like that's up to your team and whatever works best for them. I'm just here to like help you understand our system and like leverage workflow and governance and stuff like that. Man, I have so many questions. So first of all, <laughs> first of all, are you managing? Is I'm not managing either. So that's the other, okay. that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. So broker, you, you, we just answered that. <laughs> She's broke. So, I, I want to make it clear for people that like don't understand that this is a joke that like Jace actually didn't break me um, and I <laughs> have the opportunity to manage in the future, uh, but I'm not right now. I actually want to talk more about managing Jace because I think that would just be utterly fascinating. <laughs> but So you're giving up because this is not a coding role and this is not a management role. Are you scared at all? First of all, first of all, of losing your, your development edge? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Do you think you'll miss it? <laughs> what? Uh, no, I don't think I'll project? miss it. I'm definitely going to be doing pet projects. Um, so I already like, you know, my whole, my site by myself is like all, is all custom. Um, it's a Gatsby site that's just marked down. And so like, that's often been like my playground that gets neglected. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to spending more time there coding. Um, and I also maintain a couple of sites for like small sites for friends or organizations, um, that I built. And so I expect to do more kind of small side projects like that but yeah i'm not really worried about missing it like you can take coding out of my daily life and i'm not gonna cry the funny thing about this is that is that i think you picked all of the parts of our last so we had a similar last job at the same company and i think you picked all the parts that i hated and like pursued them you're like i want more (laughs) clients and i want no management i'm like oh god that sounds like (laughs) my nightmare yeah i don't know um i mean like i would definitely i'm definitely here for more management um but like also it's like so at our last job like in terms of like reasons to leave it's just really hard to juggle like coding and managing and consulting and onboarding and all and meetings and like all the other parts of the job yeah especially for you and critter when critter was here too so like taking away like two major parts of my job which is like managing people and um writing code just felt like a feels like a real decrease in like the number of things that I have to do. So do you feel do you feel like that void filling up real quick with like a bunch of new things from your new role? Um I mean I'll have more clients. Like I'll have more clients than I had in my last role. Um but they'll also be shorter and less intense. Uh so like you know I won't be spending 30 to 40 hours a week on any on any client. I'll be spending like three to six. Nice. So what are you scared of? In um, with the new yeah, role. Like, 
like it's it's just, it's just really scary taking on a new role and you don't know what's coming and like what if I hate it like what's the, what's the risk what's the thing that you're like I hope this doesn't happen I might hate it like there is a very real sense I was talking to my husband about this and there is a very real sense that I like might hate it like the whole I don't love the idea of software as a service um and so like there is just sort of like a like a skeezy salesperson aspect to it that I'm I'm a little worried I might actually hate in reality. Um, you have to fly the banner. Kind of yeah, thing, like, well, talk it up and, like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, I am very much, like, the cheerleader that you get when you join Contentful to say, like, welcome, here's how you onboard, like, let's get you up and started, like, let's get your team working correctly, and I'm, you know... If I, if I, like right now I like it, but if I don't like it, then like how hard is that job going to be? Immensely hard. Until you ditch all that for management. Yes, there you go. Yeah, I I, I would be so surprised if a year from now you aren't managing like five people. I feel like. Why do you say that? Because I, so I I think I've told Jace about this before, but there's, uh, there's apparently a guy who used to work at my company now. I can't remember his name, but he, he didn't want to manage, but he was so dang good at it that it just happened to him. And like he quit the job and went to another company so that he could stop managing and just be an IC. And within like a year, he was a director and like managing like 12 people. And, you know, he's so good at it that people just give him people to manage and he can't help it. So I feel like it's just going to you're just going to attract direct reports against your will. Well, also, and the fans don't understand. But when I asked you what you're going to miss most about leaving phase two, you said managing people. So, yeah, I do think that that's probably that's probably the part of my job that I am actually really bummed to be to be losing right now. Um, and our team is actively growing, shameless plug. Um, so, uh, I'm looking forward to having that opportunity, although we are currently hiring for my manager. So if anybody is interested in management and also contentful, um, (laughs) come manage me. (laughs) Do you miss anything so far or is it too early? It's too early. Like, I I mean, I just saw Jace last week. Okay. Last week was your last week. We're still on the cadence. Yeah. 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 This is our this is our one on one. Welcome to our one on one. Just come yeah, every so, Friday and just keep one on ones going. So really, what's going to happen is me and Lauren are going to do a spin off podcast from this, and it's going to be just our one on ones, but podcast yeah. style, and we're going to ignore you and book. Over It'll all just of be everything we like time. hate about our job. I would listen to that yeah, so go. hard. You don't even know how hard I'm, I would listen to that. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people would, but I don't know how long I would stay employed if I'm being <laughs> transparent. Was well, your new manager listening to this? Not yet. I'm sure you will soon. Okay. I don't know if I'm he knows actually, it exists. I think I think he said something to me about it that he oh, okay. might have listened to one or two uh, when we had our transition call. Nice. I'm surprised that both of us still have. I think the thing is that we have like 40 hours of content and nobody wants to listen to all of it. So, you know, like we bury the really bad stuff that would get us fired just in like mountains of other trash. And so nobody hears I, it. I don't think that's true because, I mean, I don't know. I, I speak pretty I mean, freely about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you do. I don't feel like at any point on the podcast, you guys have said something you wouldn't have said at work. So Right, yeah. So there, there's the work filter, kind of, right? I mean, it's even more than the work filter because we like censor client names and people's names and stuff like that. Well, most, most yeah. of the time. I think that's that's the problem, though, is like there are things you can say bad about, you know, like the CEO, for example, when you're talking to a coworker, but you don't want to say those things on a public podcast that, you know, a bunch of perspective employees might eventually right. listen to the CEO right. if that's he gets why, super upset about that. That's why if me and Lauren did a podcast of our one-on-ones, I would be fired very shortly. Like, I mean, I just say shit all the time. 
it's it's mostly I mean, venting. We would, have, we would definitely have to filter out like client names. Yeah. So what's onboarding been like? Um. So they are a large company. They're a lar- the the largest organization I've ever been a part of, and I know like you're at Wayfair, so like shut up. Um. But they're like, uh, they started out the year as 400. They're about between six and seven right now and the goal is to be over 800 by the end of 2021 um so they love their subscription to confluence everything is in confluence like everything is highly documented in the wiki and so to me i'm like this is like i they came on onboarding and like the person on my team's like welcome i'm gonna be your buddy on your team here's like a five page document in confluence of all the things you need to work through and you have six weeks of onboarding courses in our like ramp up software and so I was like floored because I've never had that happen like every other job I've ever started from has been like cool uh maybe we'll put you on a client and you'll like figure it out you've got this yeah Um, here's here's your laptop here's your password good luck yeah like download whatever software you need and like you know just let us let us know we're here to support you but let us know what you need so that's been different and then the other side of it is sort of because they're growing so fast and because the software is um evolving so fast like nothing is really like set in stone and so everybody's like there's like a ton of documentation but everybody's like it's constantly evolving like you might need to ask questions and like we're sorry for all like the chaos and i'm just sitting here like this is nothing this is fantastic (laughs) (laughs) is it a is it a fully remote company or do they have an office to go back to no so they actually so our headquarters is in berlin um that's our main office and then our north american headquarters is in san francisco um and at the beginning of the pandemic they had sort of they had just like signed a lease and started opening a new um office in denver and that was supposed to be like another main office for north america and so that office exists but like nobody's ever worked from it um and they're starting to get it they're starting to get it cleaned out to reopen in the fall ideally you should go but claim i am it. fully distributed go I'm plant not. the flag at the top of it and be like this is my building now no thank you where do you live again i'm in chicago i did not know that at all what why she's the only real life person i know that lives there. where do you think i live like where do i live in your head i just assume everyone in phase two lives at dc still <laughs> i did live in dc not while i worked at phase two though you did and you moved to chicago did you have family well, there or something that's the only legitimate reason the job that i got when i left dc paid for, to move me to chicago and then i left that job and then you stayed there and then i stayed here are you cool with the winters are you a cold weather person uh i'd much rather be cold than hot um and the winters don't really bug me like we're we're real home buddies like my husband and i um like we like to travel, but like when we aren't traveling, uh, we're very much home buddies. So like the pandemic didn't really throw us. The winters don't really throw us. We go into hibernation mode real easy. Are you like that, Jace? Yeah. You and your I mean, dog? I you you know this. I don't leave the house except for like when I was running and like to get the vaccine shot and shit. Like just stuff Yeah, like did that. you get your second one? Is that what you just told yeah. me in that weird way? Yeah. yeah. So you can what? come visit soon. Ish. I'm yeah. so excited. Is it like a couple weeks? Yeah, it's like two weeks, I think. Hey, did you go to South Carolina, Lauren? I did. What was like it? Kiwi? Yeah. Is that, is that how we're pronouncing it? Well, you're, you're the one that just stayed there. How, how do you pronounce it? Like Kiawi? I, you know, I was at my friend's house. So we were just like the house. What do you think? You know? uh, so this is my second time this year even being there. Um, 
it's, she just so doesn't house- like you critter shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah sorry i didn't know i was like i mean i flew into Asheville, not greenville or else i probably would have been like hey like let's get coffee um mm-hmm. but <laughs> um it's nice like it's gorgeous out there everything is super green their house is very very nice um yeah they just own a house on the lake yeah so this is so oh. it's one of my friends it's her parents there it's their vacation home slash like retirement home they all live in they live in ohio and all their kids are in ohio and so they they sort of bought this home on like kiwi um as like it was i think that they were originally planning to like move there full time but then they don't want to be away from the kids so they end up living like half time in each place that sounds that sounds so awesome to me that i'm i'm not even kidding i'm gonna add that to my my goals thing like my life thought, goals it it made it's made me think real hard about buying a vacation home like that's a nice goal it's and of course like you know i looked up like the zillow on the house and it's like you know a lot marginally marginally well it's like a lot but it's also marginally more than like my house in downtown chicago yeah, costs. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. i could sell this <laughs> run down piece of crap and buy something real real nice in the middle of nowhere do you think you could do that I could you move out of the city no why not really as a homebody so so you think that as a homebody i mean like maybe i could but i really love like the convenience of being in a city like as much as i'm a homebody like when i do go somewhere i don't want to have to drive i don't want to have to go very far like everything i need is within like a one mile walk of my house and like food delivery services are terrible well like internet access is a big thing for our house and yeah food delivery is big like especially like Lake Kiwi, everything, the closest like grocery store is like an hour away. Like that would drive me nuts. Definitely have to plan that one. I mean, I would never, like I would, I would survive on PBUs and J's. All right. If y'all, if y'all could shut up, uh, own a vacation house. This is related. This is related. um, Shut up. If you could own a vacation house anywhere, where would it be? Shut up. And I would just buy my mother a house on Molokai. Like she wants to and retire. So the night she's as a vacation house. Is that in Hawaii? Yeah, it's one of the islands. It's the island my dad was born on. Is it like a really small one? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it is. It's real small. It's known for its red dirt and pineapple farms. <laughs> red dirt, baby. That's where I want to go. It, I mean, I'm into that red dirt. Them just faxed. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty cool, though. Yeah, if you got a family member, because that's kind of the problem with vacation homes. Is like, what do you do for like the other, you know, forty weeks of the year? Well, you can Airbnb in there. and stuff now, though. Yeah, you rent it out, you VRBO it. Yeah, but then you got strangers up in there getting their grime all over your, all over your stuff. You just got, you just gotta pay for that good cleaning service, man. That good, good. Gotta, no, not that good, good. Or I mean, like you just don't do, you just let it sit there. Like that's the other option. Or that, but then the buggies. Over. All right, Lauren, where would you buy one? I actually don't know an answer to this. Like, I would want it to be. I want it like I somehow want to be like on a beach or like near a body of water and also in the mountains. So I'm not quite sure what that looks like, but Hawaii is mm. close to that. Yeah, Hawaii doesn't Island Hawaii have like every. Possible... I've never been to Hawaii. Where do I need to go, Jace? Tell me. Well, well, the Big Island specifically, uh, Mauna Kea has snow a lot of the year, like at the top, and then so you can you can even go see snow in the same day and then go straight to the beach after if you really wanted to. See, it's what about, about you? like a three hour trip. Where would you actually travel to, Critter? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Is like I'm not actually gonna. I don't want to. I don't want a vacation home that I have to fly to. Uh, yeah, I would just like. Yeah, it would just know, be on the beach where you guys vacation. It would just be all the, the beach time. where we go to. Yeah, and that yeah, way we wouldn't yeah. have to worry about renting a house. We would just like have Fucking one ready loser. for us. Fucking no imagination, okay. this guy. 
You're the one that wants to just go back to where your dad was born or whatever. I've never been to Molokai. And why were and you never to, there? It was right next to and, you. And I wanted to supply a house for my mother's retirement. Is was my vacation home thing. It's yeah. true. That, that's a like a huge story. thing you missed. <laughs> you missed <laughs> you massive turn. facts there. I'm just, I don't get like, okay, you're, I know that your big thing is like protecting the people, you know, and like supply and servicing the, the family members and stuff. But that ruins the whole point of the fantasy, man. It's supposed to be like, what, what do you want for yourself? And plus, this will be like when you're 60. Yeah, <laughs> a fucking small island. Why not? When I'm 60, I don't believe my mother would be alive. She'd be so old. That's my point. Right. So I would buy her the retirement home and then becomes my vacation home when she passes. Also, you guys make good money. You can afford a retirement home before 60. Uh, I have four Maybe. kids that suck every dollar I, out of me. I am horrible with money. So one of the things they never taught me growing up was <laughs> how to manage money. Ooh, is this the episode I where we get to talk about fly. budgeting? Finally? No, not at all. No. Are we talking about budgeting? We're not talking about no, budgeting. I want to talk about that. budgeting. We'll do that another <laughs> you time. You need a different guest for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I we'll, feel like we'll you and I have talked about budgeting sometime. Lauren, have we not? Are you not into Maybe YNAB? that's why she's turned off by it. I've tried YNAB and failed at it. Okay. Maybe we haven't talked about it. And then I moved thing. over to Simple because Simple had built-in budgeting, but then Simple got bought. They and shut I moved down. Off of Simple. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bummer. I was into Simple for a while. That was pretty cool. I tried Mint way back in the day, but it never took. I hate Mint. I hate, I hate budgeting. I hate all of it. Yeah, same. Mint is not a budgeting tool. So, Jace, you... Yeah, it was. You fucking moron. It's not. It's the budgeting tool in Mint... Okay, I'm not even going to talk about it because I feel strongly... I feel irrationally strongly about the fact that Mint is not a budgeting tool. And <laughs> it was the. It was how it was sold care. originally and how... Okay, I can give you a rock and say it's a kitten. That doesn't mean it's a kitten. It's crappy have you heard of that rock? Again, you have no imagination. <laughs> that was a bad said. example. That was a great example. <laughs> All right, so Jace, you just have money and then you just spend it and you don't know where it's going or like plan for it or in any way? I, I mean, I haven't for so long. I, I do now and much better at it now. But it's like recent, like the past few years. Not even for as long as I've been at phase two. I mean, I was living paycheck to paycheck when I the first few years i lit uh worked for phase two mm-hmm. you're never gonna be able to buy a retirement home you're gonna be too busy buying freaking peanut butter burgers every day <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> man sounds... i had chicken broccoli and rice yeah seven no, days this week what the fuck you're still going with it i, I mean wow. i had chicken and broccoli are you today. A... so today today you I get... a fitness kick yeah today is the, the nutrition fitness kick but today is a cheat meal for my dinner and then i go back to it so yeah. what are you cheating with I mean, eating an entire medium pepperoni pizza. Yes. Lauren, do you know that he's eating only chicken, broccoli, and rice, but he's eating over 3,000 calories of it? it? No. Wow. That would make me want to vomit. Imagine how much, it's a lot. Just like how many pounds of food that would be every day. I it's, can't even it's seven ounces of chicken per, per meal, and it's four times a day. And then a protein shake on top of it. What about the rice and broccoli, though? Uh, the rice is about a cup and a half. It's it's weighed, but it's roughly a cup per and meal. Half. And yeah, dry or per- cooked, 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 cooked rice. So you're eating um, six cups then, of uh, rice per day. Yeah, and then roughly, and then a cup of broccoli each meal. How many cups is there in a gallon? Sixteen. I don't know. So I, have, I think you're I eating like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eating a lot. Stupid. It's a lot. Yeah, don't ask me math questions, okay? <laughs> 16 cups. So you're eating like almost half a gallon of rice per day. That's impressive. I mean, that's that's not the most I've eaten in a day, that's for sure. 
Is there a story here? No, in Hawaii, we just eat rice all the time. Like, there's times when I've even lived off of rice and, like, was struggling as a developer early on. And you just make a pot of rice and you just eat that all day. Throw some butter on it or some sriracha, some salt and pepper. Mm-mm, good. I'm done yeah, with this conversation you. now. Yeah. Lauren, do you have yeah, any life goals? Um, no. <laughs> Not a one. Um, but your puppy does. I don't... So, yeah, the puppy in the background, this is our dog, Cooper. He's not our dog. He is a foster dog. uh, And I moved because I am constantly afraid that he is going to pee on something. Um, I'm worried about that when Jace comes over, too. (laughs) Yeah. You should be. Same same concept. Same concept. (laughs) You Um, got four kids. I got a lot of people to blame. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Some of them are in diapers, though. See? That just seems like it makes it more likely that somebody's going to pee on something. No, diapers protects it. We don't have any J size diapers though. We could get on that for next time. Well, they sell those. So why you don't have you why why you don't have why you don't have life goals? Um, I mean, like I don't really have like like I don't do I seem like a kind of person who has a plan? Uh, I yeah. don't really want to be the kind of person who has a plan, but I don't ever have one. Uh, we have like I mean we have we have goals in our household around like travel or things that we want to do to the house. Like we've we've been like. I don't know if you guys have heard, but like a lot of people are doing house updates right now because of like being locked in your house. Uh, I've so heard. Now we're going to like, Yeah. The last six months we've been trying to find an architect to um, put a attached garage and extension onto our house. And that, um, that keeps turning into like constant scope creep um, and also impossible to find anybody to actually like do the work. Um, so I'm good at like planning that sort of stuff. But like in terms of like, like a, bucket list or anything like that like i don't know not even like i don't i don't know what i want to be when i grow like i still don't know what i want to be when i grow up like i don't i don't know any of that that's what i was just gonna ask like you don't even have like a career in in goal type thing in game no i keep thinking like um so i really liked being a tech lead so anytime i was anytime i entered an organization where i was like a developer then like the goal was like how do i get to like tech lead and or architect um and now that I'm sort of like at the level that I like being at, I don't really, I also, I also like the climb. Like I like having, I like working towards the next thing, but I don't, yeah. at this point, I don't really know what the next thing is. Um, probably like it's managing soon, though, somebody right? again. Yeah. I mean, a week after one job. Yeah. And well, like they start the first, th- like one of the first onboarding sessions they give you is like how to set up your professional development plan. So like, I don't really know. Is it too early or not? Um, have you guys ever heard of, uh 15.5 yes it is awesome yeah do you like it yeah wayfair do you use like the one-on-one no i don't don't use it anymore yeah i I tried it for a while just like out of pocket and it was awesome but it's super expensive so contentful pays for it uh so we have access to it and i'm just like looking through like the you know my my goal for the rest of today is to fill out my 15.5 of like a review of my week and things I want to talk about with my boss at our next one-on-one. Uh, I think that's a really cool system that they have set up, but my boss Hold was up. like, you can use it. You can not use it. Like, I don't care. And I'm like, okay. What What is this 15.5? I need explanation. So 15.5 is, I guess it's like, it's like a feedback software as a service, I guess, uh, platform. And so, like instead of karma points, like instead of giving like a like having like a shout outs channel in Slack where you give karma points, people give karma points in fifteen five. Um, and so there's like a wall of 
fame that you can see like everybody's like shouting out like hey thanks for your help on this presentation or thanks for joining this call or I really appreciate how you did like whatever um and then you can tag people according to contentful's core values for the same kind of thing like here's our value advocate for like our be humble value like way to go critter for being humble that was not the right pairing (laughs) um how dare you (laughs) um and then also it has this feature where you can do like it it does weekly check-ins like that get that are between you and your manager that are like how did you feel this week like what was challenging what are you working on what are your priorities like what do you want to add as like discussion points for your next like one-on-one and it goes directly between you and your manager yeah it's super cool. Yeah, and it also has some pretty good like performance review stuff. Like you can roll up a lot of that stuff into performance reviews and it saves a lot of time and track trends and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was great for one-on-ones though. So, yeah, I'm excited. Like I got I got like a high five which is like their like karma thing uh this week and I'm like, "Cool. So like my boss is going to see that I actually got that as opposed to like when karma's in Slack and then it's gone 5 seconds later." There's a thing at Wayfair called Waybucks where every year everybody has 300 Waybucks that they can give to other people. And that's like the way of giving karma. Like, thanks for doing that thing. Here's 10 Waybucks, whatever. I've only gotten Waybucks once. And it was when I was complaining on a call that I hadn't gotten any Waybucks before. <laughs> Somebody felt bad for uh, me. You got pity Waybucks. I did. Nobody I loves pity you. Waybucks when people listen to this podcast. <laughs> it made me really happy, though, that one time. So what are you going to do with your Waybucks? With my $10? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll buy like a like a pillow sham or something. I don't know what's ten dollars. <laughs> but you can use them. You can use them on anything in on Wayfair. With yeah. Like a Wayfair gift card. Yeah. Okay. Some oh, of the, cool. yeah, some of the people on my team who like you know the people that support a lot of other teams and jump in whenever people have problems like they'll get like thousands every year like it's a big deal. But not me. Only. Why did fifteen right. five come up again? I don't know. Oh, we goals. about my performance. Yeah. Yeah. Goals. goals. Yeah. You need, you need. Okay. So you don't have any. Lo- okay. So what should my goals be, Critter? Tell was, me, tell me what oh I should God. do for my life. Well, here, no, here's what I was, here's what I was about to ask is, uh, what if you knew right now that in five years you'd have the exact same role? Would that bum you out or would you be okay with that? It'd probably bum me out. Okay. How about one year? Uh, that I feel good about. All right. So when I was interviewing at Shut up, Critter. What if different you places, were in the same role? How do I mute him? People in five years. I don't think that that's an option. If I was in the same role, but I was managing people. Yes. Um, I would be interested in that. Like, I that wouldn't bum me out. Okay. I was just curious how much of a deal bre- or like deal maker or breaker the managing was. I mean, also, it's like it's it's not necessarily like the managing. It's just the like, um, you know, after. After a certain amount of time in any job, I just get like itchy and I want like I want the next thing. Um, Do you know why? So I, uh, I kind of like the rat pain. race. The rat race. Yeah, like I, I think I, I think I like like I, um, I attribute it to playing too many video games and I really like to level up. Like I, like it feels like I'm not like I'm if I'm not if I'm not moving up then I'm not moving at all and that's not cool for me. I don't know. What about Endgame? You ever play any Endgame stuff like World of Warcraft and then you're just, you have all the things and you're just there and you're like, okay, now what do you do? Uh, I mean, I got to that point with Stardew Valley and I just stopped playing. Okay. So you just stopped playing at that point? Okay. <laughs> no, that, well, that's like my I favorite mean, my... part of any game is the Endgame stuff. No, I like, I much rather like, you know, you beat the final boss and then like cut to creds or whatever. Like, Nice. I wish I had that power. <laughs> 
as someone who spent years, almost a decade playing WoW. See, like, I never get into things like that because it doesn't, I don't know if I'm, like, the world building becomes, like, a whole thing. And if it's just, like, I can keep going forever, then I'm not really going anywhere. This is, I should send this to my therapist. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if there's no finite end, I just, I just don't see a fucking point. (laughs) That's how the rat race works, right? Like, if there's no, like, if there's no next level, then, like, what's the point of working at this level? Right, right, exactly. So, when when you get to a point in life where, <laughs> where you no longer see the point in leveling up, are you going to at least try to change your frame of thought? No, I'm kidding. I'm I mean, just... I am, so, the real answer to that question is, I imagine that, like, my area of leveling up would be different. Like, maybe it wouldn't be in my right. career, maybe it would be, like, in my family life, or in hobbies, or something like that. Like, that would be the area that I'm, like actively working on progressing and like leveling up and like doing getting to the next thing but like that just hasn't happened yet and it goes through phases like you know when when personal life gets really um exciting or fun like when there's something big happening like when we were buying our house or um when I was actually running like those become the things that I'm like that's the achievement I'm working on versus like work where I was trying to go and then I became a tech lead your whole thing about if I'm not if I can't move forward, then what's the point of you working at this level? That that reminds me of our first episode, the what would you do if there's nobody else on Earth? And I feel like you would just immediately kill yourself. It's like there's, you know, there's no way to progress if there's no one else around. So what's the point? I, I wouldn't immediately kill myself. <laughs> How long? How long do we have? Like I would do a lot of things. Like, I don't know if it's, it's not like progressing like against other people. It's like progressing against myself. But like, so like I would read lots of things and like do lots of things and like run and like work on work on myself until that got bored and then yeah I'd probably kill myself like it wouldn't I mean I'm not saying I would last like 50 years but like I'd last more than a day you would reenact what happened inside the board game Jumanji to Robin Williams I mean maybe like just go live in the wild I can watch a lot of Netflix before like I get sad that there's nobody else to laugh at things with me. Wow, also, really? I really? You just like, enjoy I, the silence. I mean, like, I would hang out with my dog and that little piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you have a normal dog? That's not a foster yeah. dog? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a... He's not in this room because he hate, he's not sure that he likes the foster dog because uh, he's old and grumpy and the foster dog is a puppy and, like, wants to sit on him and paw at his face and stuff. Yeah, that's like when me and Jace get together. Yeah, same thing. It's like what my puppy does to my sister's dog. Yeah. So what I was going to say when Jason interrupted me earlier is that when I was interviewing for Wayfair, another company uh, I interviewed at, I asked something uh-huh. like, I asked something like, <laughs> uh, is this a, a room, is this a role that has room for growth or something? Like, you know, what does the progression path look like? And they could, you could tell that they were not okay with me asking that. They were like, we want the person to come into this role to, you know, want to be in this role and to be excited to do this role. And I was like, oh, that's not what I'm saying. I just want to make sure. That's like a red flag. That would be like a red flag. Yeah, I know. For sure. Yeah. 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 I'm like you. I'm all about the rat race. And actually, at Wayfair, I've been less like that. I think it's because I don't know if I I don't know if I want it yet. You know, like I think before I've always been kind of well, ready. It sounds like you don't know how to do your current job enough to do the next job. <laughs> I think that's that's a part of it is like, you know, you got to have confidence that you got this down before you're really ready for the next one. Otherwise, the stress is going to eat you alive. Well, and that's like so 
a lot of this week has been like, you know, I'm so for the people that haven't worked with me, I tend to be a loud voice on my teams. Um, and I tend to be like a, a high contributor. Um, and so like, I, She's humble know, too. I, I, yeah, that's, that's not the value <laughs> I'm best at. Okay. I have other values that I'm good at. Um, like, so coming into Contentful, it's like, everybody is like, everybody on my team is super smart. They're doing, they're working on like their clients, but they're also working on internal initiatives. And they're all like driving, like, what are our new offerings that our team is going to have? And like, what are the ways that we can grow the organization and things like that? And so like, I just come in, and I'm like, immediately intimidated. Like, I don't even know what's happening, what's going on. Like, should I start working on something? I'm not assigned to anything. So I guess I'm like, just onboarding. And it's like, it's a very weird feeling for me. And it's just like a reminder of like, oh yeah, like when I started at phase two, like that was really the same thing. I was immediately like going into this company being like, I have no idea what I'm doing and everybody is so much smarter than me and everybody's doing everything. And so like, it's hard for me to think about what's next when I'm just so focused on like, how do I even just get up to speed with everybody else, with where everybody else is. Does your new role have a team? Like, are, are you working together with people? Um. Yes and no. Like I like um so when I say my team, I mean the team of solution architects, like the people that are like crafting professional services for Contentful. Um, those aren't the people that I like work with on client engagements, but I do work with other people's um like other our account engineers and executives, um, and our client services managers and people like that would be the people that I like work with on an account. So, like, is there a sense of camaraderie? Do you know yet? I mean, I haven't been put on an account, so I don't know. Yeah, man. It's like, our first team, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sense of camaraderie across, like, the company. Like, so Contentful assigns you, before you start, they assign you a CFF, which is short for Contentful First Friend. Jason's uh-huh. laughing because, like, yeah, that's um, the abbreviation I said him project. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry. And so before I even started, I got an email from this person that's like, hi, I'm your CFF. And like, we aren't in the same country. We aren't in the same department. We aren't in the same part of the organization, but they're just there to like, be like, I just wanted you to know that like, you can reach out to me with any questions or I'm going to set up like weekly one-on-ones for through your first like 90 days, just to make sure that your morale is good and you're feeling like part of the organization. And so like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of camaraderie just like across, like being a, being part of contentful. I dig it. It's, it's a lot. Spooky. Is that a joke? Are you serious? No, I'm, I'm serious. I I don't know. I I was, I was telling Lauren when she told me this, I I don't know if I would enjoy that. (laughs) Like, yeah. Having a first friend. Well, having somebody message me and just kind of like, hey, and now we're going to meet all the time just so that I know that you feel okay and everything's going all right. I don't know. It feels weird. It just feels too glommy to me. Like, they're just glomming on. What is gl- like, hey. glommy? Well, and they use donut. Do you guys Do you guys use donut at work? Yeah. 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 I'm down with donut. Not, not do your organizations have it. Do you personally participate in donuts? No, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, have I don't think Wayfair has it, but I did it at phase two. So they have that and they encourage all of the newbies to like join that. And I did not ever join it at phase two because like, I kind of don't like going into a conversation and it's just like, talk about whatever you want. Like that stresses me out. Um, 
because I don't know what to expect or what to say. Just talk about your dogs. Um, it works every time. Well, there you go. It's an um, icebreaker, I've learned. That was actually, when I when I got on my big avoid avoiding kick, that was like the first thing that I stopped avoiding was Donut Chats. I like immediately went and signed up for them because it was the same as you. I was just like, this makes me uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. What if it's like somebody that I don't know and I don't know what to say or whatever? It was so fine. was it worth it? Yeah, it was good. I only had a couple of them before I left. One of them was with the C- CEO. And uh, I always use that as my, like, I had a big thing last year where I was like, small talk is the worst. We should never, we should ban small talk. And so I jumped in. Yeah, that I think convers- I saw that blog post. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a banger. And I jumped into that conversation. And I was like, what's it like working in the same role for 20 years? And just like, you know, got right into it with him without, you know, barely, barely said hello. And it was, he just rolled with it. And it was fantastic and we had a good chat it was not about the weather weekend plans or whatever the crap would have normally happened so i don't know i liked it i enjoyed it it was good there you go so i signed up for that because like even though i'm like bombarded with people who are like let's let's do a one-on-one in my first week i'm like i should probably like actually meet people in this organization um are you gonna do the did you see the career cold start thing that always gets passed around where you know what's that that's I like i have no idea what you're talking about you meet with someone and then at the end of the conversation you ask them who else should i meet with and then meet with all those people and ask them the same question and then just like keep going so i have name. been asking that in my one-on-ones this week and i haven't gotten through like any of the lists like i haven't even gotten through the list of people that like i want to meet with just going in and starting i have a I have a so I use Obsidian. Um, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but what is it's it? just like a note taking. It's a note taking app on your computer. You write notes and mark down. Um, and so I have an Obsidian note that I've just been keeping open. That's just um, entirely entirely devoted to my transition to this role. And it's like, what are the things that I want to find out? How am I planning for the future? Like, what's going on with the company? And it has like a li- and included in that is a list of like, here's everybody you should talk to. And it's like. Every single time I like cross off one name, it's like add five more. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and Contentful is a big enough company that like with with Wayfair, I I eventually had to call bankruptcy on the list. I got up to like fifty people, and the list was just growing faster and faster, you know. And so I think the lesson learned for me was I should only talk to people whose name gets mentioned more than once. Maybe that would have been helpful. That's but, well, you also have like a whole team of direct reports that you had to like talk to and consistently talk to. Yeah, yeah. So I was, but but I didn't it, it, for the first like five or six weeks. I didn't though. I wasn't managing anybody yet, so I had no excuse other than just like it's too many names. It's overwhelming. But I also use Obsidian, and I just recently crossed the milestone of I have over a quarter of a million words in my Obsidian doc now, which is like it's like a six hundred page novel or something. And I'm so wow. proud of that. So when's the first book by Critter come out? Which is <laughs> what I expect you to call it. It's in my it's in my three year plan. Is it? Yeah. There you go. I'm looking at See? it right now because I pulled it up to add the vacation house. My three-year plan says I want to self-publish a book for my blog posts. See, Brene Brown would be so proud of you. Like, I know that I should have a three-year plan and a five-year plan and all that. I just don't. Yeah, why? Who cares? Because it's like when it comes to a Saturday to like sit down and like I could plan my life or I could play video games on my couch and like usually it ends up going the other direction. I think you're both going to be 60. And you're going to realize that you've just been coasting for the last 30 years and it's going to break your heart. Um, excuse me, sir. I've just realized <laughs> that I've been coasting for the past 30 years and yeah. I've, I've already started changing everything. Coasting? Did it break your heart? Coast- yeah, it's been a fucking crazy change. You've been a part of it. You've seen this train wreck so far. So what's the biggest change, Jace? 18 pounds uh, That chicken. I've done? Um, 
Uh, I mean, like I stopped, I stopped smoking when I turned 30. Uh, sorry. When I turned 30, I realized I needed to like change my way. So I like stopped smoking when I was 32 is when I finally did it. It took about two years. Um, I like switched to vaping and then did that, but that, and then fitness are the two like biggest things, but like fitness as a lifestyle, not fitness as like, I go to the gym sometimes. Like I've, I've now fully ingrained it into my daily life and it's like a part of my house now and stuff. So, well, with the gym, well, with the gym and now like even my housemates wake up early and work out almost every day because I've been working out and they're just like, I want to do it too. So, yeah. What's the biggest positive change you've gone through, Lauren? Um, running. So like starting around the end of around the end of 2019, around like October, November, I started running regularly. Um, and that was like a daily daily jog or walk if I was like tired. Um, and that was going really, really strong until like april of this year um and now i'm starting to get back into it that was like the thing that always made me feel like terrible and then good do you have a goal the elated feeling afterwards um i mean my goal right now is to consistently get back like get back into 30 minutes a day um my goal like originally my goal at the beginning of this year was um seven mile like seven miles a week whatever that however that spanned out across the week um but since i sort of fell off like the habit wagon my goal now is just to get back in the habit all right so you don't have like a i want to run a 10k in the next year or something (laughs) no so one of the things about me is like and this is probably why i don't have goals is like um i don't set goals that i think i'm gonna fail at like it's like that whole idea of like set it high and like you'll at least do like really well is just very intimidating to me. Like it feels like a fa- it feels like more failure than success, even if I like went a long I, way. I don't know that you you never like <laughs> you never just like say something about the future like this random thing and then you just kind of work towards it without like doing the whole critter thing where you have to do the twelve year month thing or the whatever critter thing twelve week. I don't know, all your planning for goals and shit, and then you only sometimes accomplish one or two, that's so dumb to me. When well, that's just because I suck. Like, well, I mean, yeah. But but, but you're... Like, well, go ahead, Jason. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, I've, I haven't really gotten into, like, the whole goal setting, like, to the extent that Critter does, but, like, saying fitness, being in, like, the best shape, and then, like, kind of just devoting at least parts of my day to that goal every day is just working towards that goal, but there's no like planned out thing. It's all just like the, the micro goals in that is just building the habits. It's just like, I want to eat chicken, broccoli and rice for a week and see if that's even possible. And then continue from there. Yeah. I tend to focus on habit building. Um, and a lot of my day gets dedicated not to like less to like priority and goal accomplishment and more to like people or areas of life. Um, and so like, you know, certain amount of time on my day is like devoted to work. A certain amount of time on my day is like spent with my partner, things like that. Um, and so reorging around that in order, like, I don't want to take, I don't want to take family time away to accomplish my goals. And so then I have to figure out like, how do I fit in everything? You just work out. We should be working. Yeah. 
That's 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 pretty much that's how adults do it. I think that's the only uh, way I've I mean, been able to get around in. Yeah, that's how Critter solved it. That's how I solved my working out thing. Like, and I mean, after honestly, GPM, I, I won't work out. It's weird. There's especially in the winter where I have to be back from running by like six thirty a.m. and I'm legitimately getting like five to six hours of sleep. Like, there's sometimes where I wonder if it's if it's not actually worse than I, if I was just sleeping the right amount, you know. But I've gone this far. I can't just stop. But I think the goals, so my issue with what you just said about like setting a high goal and then, you know, maybe using that as motivation to get most of the way there. Yeah, I don't think that's the right way to do it. I think you should set a pretty low goal that's achievable. And that at least prevents you from just stagnating right where you're at. That's the A in in smart goals, right? Yeah. So what's wrong with that? I don't know what's achievable. I I have very low expectations of myself. All right. So... You, I mean, I, I don't even this know if you care about solutions architect over there at Contentful. <laughs> just ah, oh, I don't not even know. Be like, successful at everything. I'm going to use running as an example. I don't even know if you care about running like this, but like you could set a goal of I could run a 10k by the end of the year, and I'm sure you could accomplish that if you wanted to. It's Cut it's out. a lot more achievable than you think <laughs> it is. Like barring barring an injury. It, Maybe you guys have way more faith in me than I have in myself. There are there are twelve week training plans that I'm positive you could start today. And you hold would up, be, you you, you like the rat race? Just just focus all of that energy to like what he's talking about. Some program that's just like run three times a week in these increments and these intervals or whatever, and then just follow that type of path. You could do that. Okay, it would get you there. Just do catch the five k. It's my favorite. It's it's literally my favorite like running program. You've ever, run five k's before, right, Lauren? I have run a 5K okay. before. Yeah, if you've run a 5K before, then you could easily do a 10K within... Well, and it's like every single time I think about one of those, I'm like, well, like, so one of my best friends is really into running half marathons. And like nice. every couple of years, she gets on this kick where she's like, I'm going to get in shape by signing up for a half marathon in four months and just like crush it until I can't like anymore. And every single time she does, she calls me and she's like, you could do it. And I'm like... I mean, yeah, like I could wake up tomorrow and walk 13 miles, but like, do I want to? My first, yeah, yeah. my first half marathon, or my only half marathon took over three hours. <laughs> my first, <laughs> my first of one. Yep. Yeah, my first half marathon one. took over three hours too. <laughs> that was a horrible, horrible day. And I hated it, but I made $100. <laughs> but I think that's my problem with habit building is like, yeah, I'm all in on habit building. I, like, I love habits and I'm, I'm super into that. But I think that once you've built the habit, then it's easy to just stagnate at that place like i have a habit of working out well yeah but that's the point it's like if you don't have a goal then you're not you may not be as motivated to keep progressing you know i I work out for like five minutes before work every day like lifting weights and i'm not progressing it's just enough to maintain and that's my habit you know but but because i don't have a goal so how are you gonna progress that's i'm not like and i've accepted i'm not gonna progress with weightlifting i'm just gonna stay here and you know and that's okay that's not a priority Well, that's not growth and joy critter yeah i don't see growth in that at all I'm prioritizing the entire time I've known you. <laughs> That's not true. I have before pictures from 2017. <laughs> I was hardcore string bean. But my point is uh, that that's, you know, like that's a good example of habit building only gets you so far and you need a goal to to get past the stagnation. I think sometimes. How about once I feel stagnant, I'll set a goal. <laughs> okay. Um, when I post, what am I proud of this week? And I have met my 30 minutes for consecutively for, I don't know, over a week, then, then we can talk about what my next goal is, Critter. 30 minutes every day? Every day. Always. No excuses. Of, of running? Yeah. I feel like you're going to hurt yourself. 
You gotta have breaks. Well, maybe it's walking, but okay. it's like thirty, you're the 30 one that, minutes of high activity. You're the one that introduced me to the mile a day people that fucking yeah. run at least a mile every single day. The the problem with like mile a day is I can run a mile like that's not very that's not long like that's not that's right. not thirty minutes. <laughs> well, right, yeah. right, but but what I'm yeah I mean but if you're just jogging yeah you do like what a thirteen minute mile or something fourteen minute mile yeah so you could do two. Yeah, I mean, there, do- there's like a small community of people. They call them run run streakers, I think. They, you know, they see how many days in a row they can run at least one mile a day. Um, but I think if you're doing more than a mile, then you need resting. But yeah, I mean, if you're, you're some of those days Frank. walking, then then you're good. Frank needs rest too, man. He has a recovery week every third week. No, his, his recovery week is riding bicycles. Like it's not it's not a normal per, it's not like an average person's recovery week. It's, it's he doesn't like, run streaks though. Karen from uh, right. like old school phase two, she ran like a hundred day streaks a couple times, and she's talked about. It. But like right. it's it's a pretty rare thing. But that's why it's it's not meant to be necessarily like distance or anything because like someday living in the city, like some days my like thirty minutes of activity is just like trying to get around town. If it's like like we had friends over last weekend and spent the whole day like out doing stuff and by the end of it it was like i had like 70 to 70 or 80 minutes of like high 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 intensity um yeah minutes and i'm like that counts and what about like career goals do you think that i mean i guess you you've been promoted like you know every 10 minutes or something for the past she's talked about wanting to be a manager like this whole time like that's clearly (laughs) Um, she hasn't that's you're mishearing her uh, I told Mike White that if he opened a company, I would be a COO. So there's my there's my new career goal for you, Critter. There you go. <laughs> so like, if you set a career goal Wait, of being what? promoted within a year, um, I probably won't. I mean, I don't expect to be promoted within a year. But like, at the rate that we're going, like, if I was in this, yeah, if I was like, if I still had my same title and exact same responsibilities five years from now, I would be surprised and probably a little upset with myself. But Maybe I would have questions. Like maybe my priorities are elsewhere. So what company plan. is what company is Mike White making? I don't know. I just that was like <laughs> you know you want an off the hook sort of <laughs> career goal. That's what you're gonna get. Also, yes. like I don't know how like how does it work with you, Critter? Like how do you balance you know family life and career life? Like it's easy for me to be like career obsessed when I don't have like little kids. Oh, I just work nine to five every day and not a second more. And that's yeah, it. that that's is mind boggling to me. <laughs> like. You, so you don't count like reading your Slack and catching up on emails and stuff in your off time as like work or even work uh, adjacent. I don't. For the past half a year or so, I just really haven't done that. Like I'll, I'll maybe check Slack like once after hours or something, but I've really tried hard to stop that crap. I had to delete it from I, my phone and stuff. Yeah, I don't have my work account on my phone because it was like too hard to set up with our single sign on, um, and so. I thought about like I could do it, but maybe I just should not. Maybe it's just better not to have work email and stuff. I think it's better. Phone. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like it's always in your pocket, you're just wondering, you know. I mean it's always in my house anyways. Like I can you know, if I can't walk into my office and look at my computer, then it's like, do I need to know? Yeah, is it that important? So that's yeah, just work forty hours a week and you're good. And I, I can't I can't work past five even if I want like do you can you hear screaming right now? It just yeah. turned to five o'clock and they're already it's <laughs> yeah. like 15 seconds past five and they're screaming. Well, there you go. So it's a built in yeah. alarm clock. All right. So we're going to end this and Critter, you can leave at any time. <laughs> Are y'all going to keep going? <laughs> well, we, now, we, we now we have to do our regular one on one. Yeah. 
Oh Actually, man, I do have another I wanna... call right now. Oh dang! All right, <laughs> Lauren, it was fun. Thanks for coming. It was fun. All right, real quick, Bye, what guys. was the worst part of managing me? Race that go. Um, trying to convince you that being a tech lead is fun because being a tech lead is fun to me. <laughs> trying to convince you okay, of anything. Not stubborn of anything. butt. You can't. You're, you're so stubborn. It's really hard. All right, go to your call. I am. I, I think that I think his stubbornness is hilarious, not hard. <laughs> you think it's oh, okay? Maybe, maybe that's because you haven't known him as long as I have, or something. I think I used to think it's hilarious, and now it's very frustrating. <laughs> fair. It's pretty frustrating to my friends that have known me for like twenty plus years as well. So it's it's okay, a fair. We're over. Kids are screaming. Yep. Meetings have started. I'll it's talk to you later. Have a good this later, has been friends. Fun. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.